to the Dominion Office Voice podcast with Jesse Schneider today. What I want to talk about is the strength of the mind of Christ. The strength of the mind of Christ. We recognize that when we have a strong thought process, a mindset of strength, a mindset that is not of weakness, but a strong mindset where all thoughts are lined aright, where our thoughts are focused on the victory that we already have in Christ, where our thoughts are set up above, then there is nothing but victory to be walked out. Because that which we behold, we are walking out. We are becoming and therefore we're giving it life. By meditating on life, we're allowing life to flourish. And so today's message is a meditation from my heart. Even as I read the epistles of Paul and recognize the meditation of Paul's heart, that he truly gloried in the mind of Christ. He did not glory in flesh. He did not glory in man, but he gloried in Christ. And that was a glory that was based solely on the word of God. There was that rested solely on the voice of God. That the only validation that Paul was dependent on was the voice of God. The only identity that he walked out once he became born again is that he is now a son of the Most High God. And so his meditations come from a lofty place of revelation. So let's go here to Romans chapter 14, verse 16. Be of the same mind toward one another. Do not set your mind on high things, but associate with the humble. And here he will tell you what the high thing is. Do not be wise in your own opinion. You see, our opinions, if they're not based on the truth of the word of God, they become high things that exalt themselves above the knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ. And so they become places of idolatry, can we say that? They become places where we submit to a lofty thought that is really based on a glory of man, that is based on human reasoning. And the word of God, Paul actually pens it, that we are to bring down, to take captive every legalistic opinion, every high thought that's exalting itself above the knowledge of Christ. Well, that requires a great diligence. And that's why we have been given the Holy Spirit to lead us into all truth and to constantly bring to remembrance the words of Jesus, to constantly bring to remembrance this divine reality that we now have as children of God. If we go to chapter 15 in the same book of Romans, verse 5, Paul writes pretty much the same thing. Now may the God of patience and comfort grant you to be like-minded toward one another according to Christ Jesus. Take note, it's not according to your high and lofty opinion, but it's according to Christ Jesus, that you may with one mind and one mouth, that means in one accord, 
glorify the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. That what gives glory to God is when we walk out the mind of Christ. When we as a body walk out the unity and the oneness of the mind of Christ. And that's why Paul writes to the Philippians is, let this mind which was in the Lord Jesus Christ be in you now. That we are to allow this mind of submission to the will of God to function and to have preeminence over every thought that we have. And that truly is what a strong mindset looks like. A strong mindset is one that's bathed in the Word of God. A strong mindset is one that has been washed by the Word, that has been renewed and cleansed by the Word of God. And in this mindset of the Lord Jesus Christ, there's only one acknowledgement, and that is submission to the will of God. And that was the example that Jesus demonstrated to us. He came into this world in pure submission to do the will of God so that we now, by the power of the Holy Spirit, have been given access into this mind, the mind of Christ, the mind of revelation, the mind of light and the mind of love that will be able to meditate the strong thoughts of the love of God so that when we become aware of weaknesses in our lives, we will not meditate those weaknesses. But what are we going to do? We'll walk away from that opinion to the strength of the mind of Christ. What does the strength of the mind of Christ communicate to us in the moment of weakness? That we are now children of God, and because we are born of God, that we have already overcome the world. Every weakness is found in this worldly system. It is found in the very nature of the flesh, which is subject to the world. And so now, through these great and precious promises that we have, that the Holy Spirit is constantly leading us and guiding us in. We are overcoming and we are tromping over. Peter writes this really well in 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 3. As his divine power has given to us all things that pertain to life and godliness, through the knowledge of him who called us by glory and virtue, but which have been given to us exceedingly great and precious promises that through these we have what? Become partakers of divine nature. We are of his very essence. We are of his spirit, of his divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is found in the world through lust. So that now the world will no longer have preeminence. But the mind of Christ, the strong mind of God, will have a preeminence. And what that looks like is here, Paul writes it so well in 2 Corinthians chapter 12, when he became aware of frailty in his flesh and went to God in prayer, asking God to remove it. What did God say to him in verse 9? 
And he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you, for my strength is made perfect in witness. Therefore, most gladly I will rather boast in my infirmities, and that word infirmities is witnesses, it's not sickness and disease, it's witnesses, that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Therefore, I take pleasure in infirmities, again, that word is witnesses, I take pleasure in witnesses, in reproaches, in needs, in persecutions, in distresses, for Christ's sake. For when I'm weak, then I am strong. I want to read that verse then in the Strong's Concordance because it becomes very clear. That is why for the sake of Christ, can I say for the sake of putting on the mind of Christ, for the sake of finding strength in a weak moment. That is why for the sake of Christ, I delight. And that word delight is to be well-pleased, think it good, to approve. And so next time we find ourselves in a place of witness, the mind of Christ would communicate what? This will work out for your good. And that's why you can be well-pleased in that moment because, you know, God in you is causing you to triumph over this moment. And that's why Paul, for the sake of Christ, he delighted in weaknesses, in insults, in hardships, in persecutions, in difficulties. And that word difficulties is a narrow space great distress, anguish, from a compound of stenos and kora, which is narrowness of room. That is calamity. The poet actually glory will be delighted in these moments for the sake of Christ. For Paul writes, for when I'm weak, then I'm strong. How are we strong? We recognize that as we think and as we meditate, we're becoming. So really, it's a strength of a mindset. When we have a strong mindset, we can overcome every narrow place. We can overcome every calamity, every difficulty, every persecution, every hardship, every insult, and every weakness. Why? Because we have learned to glory in the Lord alone and not to glory in our flesh which profits us for nothing, but to give God all the glory. How? By walking in accordance to the mind of Christ. That we now be of the same mind, the mind of Christ. So with one mind and one mouth, we'll glorify God together. We go back to the book of Romans. We recognize that that which we're talking about is truly a revelation that we receive of the Holy Spirit. Because Paul writes in, in Romans 14, verse 17, that the kingdom of God is not eating and drinking, not of the flesh where the witness is at, but righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. Well, we know that the spirit of counsel and might resides in God. It is the very spirit of the living God. 
And so this is now where we live. This is the nature that we now have. This is the mind that we now bear, the mind of the spirit. We bear the very nature of triumph. We bear the very nature of might. We bear the very nature of victory here on earth. As long as we meditate and think on those things which are above. And so today, set your gaze, set your mind on those things which are above. Meditate the truth of the Word of God that you do have the mind of Christ and that all that you do now is through this mind of Christ, which is truly a work of grace. It's not of our own doing. It's not by my own might. It's not by my own strength. I recognize that of myself, I'm weak. And that's what Paul recognized, that when he's weak in the flesh, his reliance solely becomes the Lord Jesus Christ. And that is the victory. That is the strength here in, in Romans 11, verse 6. And if by grace, then it's no longer of works. Otherwise, grace is no longer grace. If it is of works, it is no longer grace. Otherwise, work is no longer work. And this is in regard to God's working in our life that is solely based on grace. It is solely based on a finished work, that which he has already done for us. So we can now walk in the strength of this grace. So we can now walk in the mind of Christ. And that though we may find ourselves in some hard situations, we do not have to yield to them, but we can overcome them by having this mind, which was in Christ Jesus. And so today my encouragement is walk in the mind of Christ that you already have and experience the strength of his mind in your life. Thank you for coming alongside of me today and listening to this podcast, The Dominion of His Voice with Desi Schneider. Be blessed.